Hi, friends. Welcome to Race to Rise podcast, a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy-to-follow practices to live a better life. I am your host, Mithal Patel, a parenting junkie, Ayurveda enthusiast, and an advocate of conscious living. Hi. So what are we talking today? We're talking about resilience or how can we raise resilient, confident, and a happy child in the current reality, in the current world, right? So I believe, or we all know, right, that we all are different, we all are unique, including our child. Even though we're all connected through blood, we all possess different personalities because we all are different. And due to that, everyone, we all deal with pain differently. It's when we recognize this, our perspective and the empathy increases. And for all these, for the empathy and the resilience, these are the, these are the skills and the values that we need in our, in our kids' life for them to, to be resilient, confident, and happy in their life. And I believe out of everything, resilience is a big part of the perspective and empathy. And we really want our kids to have these values as part of their life. Because indirectly, if we are more resilient, then we become more empathetic and ultimately we are more happier. And it's like one of those, you know, the, the value virtues affects the other virtues, right? It's like a whole cycle. So as a parent, it's not about, I, I believe as a parent, it's not about showing the resilience, but it's about teaching resilience. It's about teaching uh, reflections because no one, like no one, including our kids, wants to be told to be resilient or wants to be told to do something. But through example, we can inspire them to do something in life. And the best way to learn is actually through experience and, you know, seeing or seeing someone going through. For example, let's, I, I like to give examples a lot. And so for example, I, I let's look at Imagine we, you know, we're in the park with our, with our kid and, and suddenly he or she just trips and starts crying. What do we do? We literally just, you know, our reaction or our response is we rush to their rescue and then we take them into our arms and we try to comfort them. And then after a while, their sobbing stops and, you know, they're back on their feet again and they're playing again on, on their own with other kids. And so it seems like it's a normal thing for them, right? But as parents, our parental instinct is always attempt to avert any pain or failure in, of our kids because we don't want them to feel like they're losers or we don't want them to be deprived of something or feel that they lost. And so we just fulfill their wishes. And this is, by the way, a traditional way of parenting. And so we're going to move out of this 
um, this paradigm and we're going to shift this a little towards conscious parenting and see what can we do in order to raise resilient, confident, and a happy child. Because when we rush for the rescue of our kids, the irony in this is if we want our kids to learn about the deeper aspects of life, like like coping skills or emotional resilience or creative thinking and the ability to collaborate with others, then we have to let them face their minor setbacks and, you know, let them fail at something. We have to let them make their share of mistakes because if they don't make mistakes, then how are they going to learn? Mistakes are the best way to, to bounce back and start fresh. So let them do their share. Let them learn from their mistakes. And I, I really want to emphasize that, you know, from this previous example of the park, uh, the kid in the park, that a kid getting hurt at the park if the parent didn't just comfort the kid right away, then the kid, you know, then the child will actually learn how to, you know, get up and shake the dirt, go with the flow next time when this happened, and they will be more mindful, right? And this actually gives them the opportunity to realize and say, I got this. And it shows the, the, presence of confidence in them right it, it boosts it's boosting their self-confidence and their and their resilient power what is the best way to learn pain in in reality is trying to to make us pay attention um but what do we do normally we try to distract ourselves um to avoid this and in fact, we even do this for our kids. We try to distract our kids from their pain and we're taking the opportunity for them to learn from the, the whole experience, from the pain, you know, and we're stealing the opportunity from them to rise. And to be honest, I have done it too. So it's not something, you know, because we're never taught. We were never taught what to do, right? We never had... Now, in this information age, thank God we have all these options to learn. We have all these resources to do something different than what our parents did with us. And we're just realizing and, and we're just, you know, going with our new learnings now. It's because, you know, and then we were also not aware when we, if we ever did, like when I personally did it, I honestly wasn't aware. And so unconsciously, I did everything that. Uh, a parent would normally do like you know comfort my child and try to save my child from the pain and all that fun stuff and stealing that opportunity to to grow and rise and I've done that for you know for a few years I've been in parenthood um, enjoying my parenthood journey for past 10 years I have a 10 year old son um, but I've done this I've made all these mistakes so now, how about we learn from this and we choose to reflect instead and do something different? Because we all know that we cannot be with our kids for a lifetime, right? So we definitely want our children to be able to handle the setbacks and the hardship and the failure. So that someday when they come across the challenging situations in their life, they can handle and create the solution for themselves. 
And so these, and these challenging experiences are the ones that can teach them, you know, and, and even us in our life, these experiences are the ones that teach us to learn and grow. And, you know, they, they help us bounce back to be a better version of ourselves. And same goes with our kids. It would help them bounce back and be the better version of themselves. And to be honest, let me share you this. To be honest, kids know how to do this very well because resilience is our inherent skill. We're all born with this. We all have this skill within us. It's just, you know, due to our worldly influence, we all lose out along our, along our journey and our path. And then we start building it again when we realize that we, this can really help us. And we've got the best responsibility right now to help our kids preserve their resilient power instead of, you know, just stealing that opportunity and then later on helping them build. Let's just help our kids preserve this um, skill set instead. So how can we preserve this skill in our kids? And I, I, I really want to talk about some of the ways that, that I have tried and, and you guys can try too, and we can help our kids utilize this important skill in their life to, to be happy and to be more confident. And so I'm going to share, I'm going to share three ways to raise the resilient, confident, and a happy kid. My favorite, the first one is modeling. We parents need to, I mentioned this already earlier, but I really want to emphasize again that we really need to allow our kids to struggle, create challenges, and, you know, literally refuse to solve every problems for them. As long as they're not involved, you know, there's no danger involved, let them, let them deal with their own mess. Let them go to the, the natural consequences because this is how they're going to learn. And, you know, this is the best way to teach resilience during difficulties. You, what we can do is we can be around them, but keep our cool, right? Keep, be calm. And if they make a mess or make mistakes, let them handle, let them fail. They'll learn. And they'll learn that it's also part of life. We all make mistakes. But I'm not going to leave you up to, you know, just with that. I really want to give you some practical steps that you can practice with your kids. And so step number one is we need to examine our kids' feelings when during this whole um, setback or, you know, the situations, the challenging situations that get, they get in. What we can do is we can examine their feelings and acknowledge those big emotions and make them feel that they're heard and they're seen, right? Then step number two is we don't want to intervene all the time because as a parent, like I said earlier, we always want to just step in and help them, you know, soothe from this difficult situation because we're so into our being a parent at that time that we can't see our child crying, right? When they're struggling, but letting them struggle a bit helps them learn. And this, that can lead them to solve their own problems. Then step number three is 
audit our own behaviors. Very important that we need to audit our own behavior because kids mirror us, they see. And so because of that, we need to observe how are we reacting or responding when they're in trouble or when we are going through a certain difficult situation. We need to check with that. In short, what I'm trying to say is being resilient parents ourselves first is what plants the seeds of keeping the resiliency in, in our mind and in our kids' mind. Like they say, you know, action speaks louder than the words. And it applies beautifully in, in our scenario because when we're trying to teach our kids, they see what we're doing. So if we teach something else, but if we're modeling something else, then they're not going to follow. So it's the best way to teach our kids is by modeling, by doing it ourselves. Then step number four is accepting your own mistakes. I know it's so hard to, uh, accepting our mistakes, but it's, it's necessary. And I, I believe it's important for us parents to teach our kids that making mistakes is okay. It happens as long as we learn and see what can be done the next time this, the whole, same situation or similar situation arrives we're fine. It's important to, to make mistakes. Otherwise, how are we going to learn, right? So if, and so if something happens with you, you know, if you made a mistake, make sure you explain what happened to your kids without making any excuses. And then explain what did you learn from this, from the whole situation, and what could be done going forward, right? You, you, really need to, you really need to showcase that mistakes are okay, but you also want to showcase that what can you do uh, with the whole mistakes. So this is my, you know, this is my favorite way of, you know, raising a resilient child and teaching them resiliency. Because basically, you know, what we want to do is we want to choose connection over correction rather than just, you know, jumping and correcting our, our kids or their mess, we can let them or we can let our kids connect with their mistakes and their difficult situations and let them learn and fix it, right? Create their own solution. All we need to do is just be there for them and support them and guide them. So I hope that that helped. And one of the other um, second way my another way of doing this practicing um, how to raise the kids confident kids is I believe that we can teach our kids to be resilient confident and happy by teaching them how to reflect I learned this in my coaching and and I when I practice this with my kids with my 10 year old made a huge difference and there's, there are a set of questions that I'm going to share with, with you guys. And so if, you're, if your kids are old enough, you can, you know, you can help them get out of the situation um, with these questions. And so I have, I have five questions that I'm going to share. Number one, what is the one thing that you valued more at this time? So we're talking about the whole difficult situations with our kids right now. So we're going to ask them, what is that one thing that you value more at this time? 
Second, what is that one thing that you value less at this time? Then what have you learned from this situation? What is one positive thing that came out from the situation? And what has negatively impacted you that you would like to or you need to work through? And these are the five set of questions that you can ask your, your kids, um, if they're older, of course, for them to reflect on this. That way, when the next time similar situation arises, they know how to learn from the situation because it's all about reflection. We don't want to teach our kids what to think, but we want to teach them how to think. So these are some of the questions that can help them um, how to reflect on, on the difficult situation and then move forward. My One of the other um, favorite way is pausing the praises. Very hard for us parents to do because we all want to praise our kids and we all want to appreciate our kids. But too many compliments and appreciations messes the fact about expectations. Because when we, when we compliment um, too many times for little things and appreciate our kids, this actually gets our kids used to of, of getting their feelings validated. So then they actually end up, you know, growing and where they depend on other people's validation and will then always, you know, um, seek positive feedback to feel valued themselves by others. And, you know, these praises and appreciation in return can actually harm our kids more than benefiting them. So we really need to put a pause. And yeah, we really need to, you know, sit back and also reflect to see what we're doing. So I hope the, these, um, these ways have helped would would help you because they have helped me tremendously and um i can tell that you know my 10 year old enjoys the process of reflecting he knows what he needs to look for and um he knows that he doesn't need other people's opinions or validations for you know to feel um himself valued and yeah, so this is it. I really hope this helped you and this helped you to raise um, a resilient, confident, and a happy child and also have um, provided value for you as a parent to, to model and you know, to uh, mirror the, uh, the whole set of skills for your kids because I believe that kids are great imitators and we really need to give a good set of values and virtues and skill set for them to mirror us. Thank you for listening. That's it for this week's episode of Race to Rise. Be sure to sign up to our email list at risewithmetal.com and join us again next time for more wisdom about life, kids, and everything in between. I am Mital Patel wishing you happy raising and rising.